I just realised I've not done my Do Not Disturb, which sometimes doesn't stop me from being disturbed. Hello there, Phil Swallow Podcast. It is Wednesday the Checks Watch 16th of March 2022, and I'm back to my usual format, hence the title of the show being Normal Service Resumed. About as normal as it ever is, and regular listeners will know that there is an occasion where this doesn't come up they, like that. There is an occasion, I can't even get this right. <laughs> Occasionally, I don't always get this right, and it's not super polished, and I don't edit it. But I still want it to be fairly obvious that it's just me having a chat to you. And um, and without further ado, let's get on with it. Packed show, almost. So yes, back to usual format, brought the music back. Doesn't change what's going on in the world, but I think I want to make sure that this is all about the the pros, process. This is all about how I intended it to be. Uh, God, I've had a great start today, but I'm not, I'm just going to go with it, okay, guys? So stay with me. So a few updates after the business card situation, which is why I ordered the very nice green recycled, not green as in colour, but you know, e- eco-friendly recycled uh, business cards. And I wasn't impressed. And they said, "Well, we'll do a reprint, and you can choose whatever finish you like." I went for super, and it's like. Um, I don't know what you call it, satin finish, I suppose. Not high gloss and not completely matte. And it's similar to what I had before, not that that helps you. And they asked me to do a slightly different format with the presentation of the information, which I did. And they came on Monday, I think. And they were really good and were. I mean, they are. They still are really good. And so I've got kind of an older lot and a newer lot. I actually handed out one of my... Um, older ones, you know, the recycled ones yesterday to a guy. But it's important, really, when you've got your brand there to make sure that you can represent it correctly and how you'd like. Hopefully hopefully these will serve me uh, a good time. So that was that, a little bit of kind of admin stuff. I'll talk about some of the other things that happened. This isn't in any great order. Uh, Today I was really geared up for the tooth extraction situation, tooth below the surface, tooth that had a crown and the underlying tooth that's got a problem so they're going to take it out and they said it's going to be three months without that until you can even think about having anything there like a bridge or whatever. I'm not going to pay two and a half grand minimum for, um, what do they call them, implants? Is that what all the popular superstars have? Anyway, I'm not having them. They'll eat. But so, I mean, I've already had this kind of gap for a while because the crown's not been in there forever. Not forever, but for a little while. And, yeah, so all geared up. I had my nice big breakfast prepared because they said, you know, you're probably not going to be able to eat straight away, blah, blah, blah. Phone rings. Answer the phone. Oh, your dentist is not dentist is not coming in today. Okay. So I booked it in for next week. It actually helps me because I'm trying to get this filming done for the rugby club centenary video and I the weather's forecast is better although we've got this weird it looks like a red filters on every window there's like a red dust out there it all comes up from the Sahara in these parts and it was really weird when the wipers were going on the car earlier because it kind of all brushed it over anyway probably see it on your local weather forecast if you're in this area and weather's good generally after today after this red drizzle thing stuff comes down so I planned to do plan to do my first filming day on Friday. 
I realise I'm, I'm not in order of my agenda, which I've made a note of, but don't worry about that. Um, so that's good. Uh, and it means that I won't have any tooth issues to worry about. I'm going to do some other supplementary stuff, hopefully in the same day. If not, I can do it separately because it's not in the actual location. It's around the location. Um, and the huge bonus within all that is that I've got approval to use my drone. Uh, it comes under Kenley Aerodrome Airspace, and I have to contact the Ministry of Defence. There's like a, a central place. I think he's based in Newark in Nottinghamshire, this guy. And he covers a number of different ARIA stations. And basically, you fill in this quite detailed pro forma, and you send a copy of a Google Earth map with a little pin showing the location that you're going to fly in. And they look at it, I guess, against the planned flight flight activities for the day in that area. Now, the area that I'm going to film in is in, I would say, the outer limits almost of, of Kenley Airspace. Um, maybe gliders and stuff. It would only be gliders, unpowered flight, that would go over there. But I, I mean, I covered it all anyway. Um and it, hopefully it's all going to work fine. But uh, it was good. So I've, I've got permission anyway from the person who's going to be in the location to be there Friday afternoon. Uh, hopefully the weather holds and I've got permission to use the drone. I mean, if, if it's too windy, I'm not going to use the drone anyway. But I hope the weather pattern is kind of high pressure, low wind and a bit of sunshine and stuff. So, so I'm really pleased with that because, I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't have done it if I'd have had the tooth extraction, but... I, I'm always wary of these things. You end up with some just feeling groggy and annoyed and down and painful for a few days. And hopefully that won't happen. Well, it won't happen now because I'm not going to go to the dentist for another week. And this is all about doing the filming as soon as possible. So I know what I've got. If I need to do reshoots, I can plan reshoots. And if I need to do um, well, anything additional... Any, if I have any edit issues, I have any sound issues, anything that requires additional work, I've got, I've got leeway now, be, between now and when I need to deliver the final product to the client. So I was really pleased with that. Um, there's a, I'm, I'm conscious of a big build-up of work being done. Um, it's extremely easy when you're doing what I've been doing for the last few months to branch off and go off on a tangent. I mean, it's quite fun actually. But you do have to rein yourself in to be focused on the job in hand. The most focus is always when you've got client and a deadline, as it always should be. Uh, but if it's just for you and your own passion projects, personal projects, which most of these are, uh, yes, there is a you know you're you're battling with yourself a bit. So, um, and again, in 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 the need, this is going to be hilarious. It don't don't follow the notes around unless I decide to reorder them afterwards because I'm I'm jotting I'm moving all over the place. But anyway, notes that are attached to the podcast. And I was thinking this morning, I just sometimes have these thoughts out of the blue and I, I think, well, I always talk to Sue first. She gives me a good kind of nod or challenge or whatever. And I thought, shall I ask for some help for the research side of what I do? I mean it could develop. Uh, and I, I suppose I'm looking for people who are in a similar situation as me that potentially, you know, a retired person, computer literate, likes to get stuck in, maybe you've got a bit of tenacity about them, 
like to uncover things, so a bit of detective work, I like to learn as they go. And it, it just, I mean, I wouldn't be able to pay these people. If I got paid, I'd pass some money on, of course. But, you know, if it's a passion project to YouTube stuff, I'm afraid that wouldn't be the case. Although I'm sure I could stand a coffee at some point for somebody. Um, and I just thought, well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll put it out here to start with and maybe signpost it on my little kind of social media share, which I've done for the last two or three episodes. But it might end up being a social media post as well. I just think I've found it to be a very rewarding thing because it's a specific purpose. It's not like you think, oh, I wonder what happened to so-and-so, and you look it up and it just goes away. So I would sell this role as, you know, you are making a contribution to the final film. And if I'm doing a bigger piece of work and supplementary, I'm, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm, I'm finding similar stuff, then we've got kind of two heads being better than one. I am a one-man band. I don't have a sound person, camera person. I do it all myself. Uh, and, you know, that's why I use a GoPro and a stick because it, it kind of, the way I do it is as if someone's following me with a camera, I think. And I supplement that sometimes with camera on tripod which I'll be doing uh, for the filming this week we carry a lot of gear around so but yes it just if I knew that there was a a very willing and able person or persons that were able to do a bit of research to help me and it had purpose and it had a defined goal and I would provide as much support as I possibly could I thought well, it might be something to do you know just join the team kind of thing so I think, well, I've put it out already, haven't I? Uh, that's what I've just been saying. But I think I'll put a little note as well. And we'll see. Uh, what's the worst that can happen? People can say, how dare you? What are you thinking of? Unlikely. They could ignore it. Likely. They could say, yeah, might be interested. Or they could say, yeah, I'll do it. You know, and we'll have a conversation. So that's where I'm at at the moment. Um one of the one of the things that feeds into that is that uh, I've been asked to sort of do a regular local history item on our mo Paris, not Paris magazine, our Residents Association magazine, which is published once a quarter. So no, no biggie, particularly as I've got a lot of the material already. So, and it made me think, well, yeah, if we've got, and this is all about having multiple things on the go, multiple lines in the fire, multiple research pieces happening in parallel and so I thought well it might feed into that as well but you know the aim of this particular one for the magazine is it's very local because it's our area our magazine 750 households in our neck of the woods so that that's something I've been asked to do might do a bit more of I'm on the committee anyway it's fairly easy to kind of liaise and get it sorted I did one recently about Addington uh, Aerodrome, so that was interesting, or Airfield. I've also been asked about possible speaking engagements. Um, Sue did a body shop at home kind of party presentation thing at a, a ladies' group in Selston, and uh, there was a conversation afterwards about, afterwards about, excuse me, whether I could do something there. So, I mean, between you and me, Part of the reason I do videos is that I don't have to speak to humans. No, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm happy to do both. So we'll see where that goes. We'll see where that goes. Um, try and minimise the ums, Philip. So yeah, client meeting went very well. So that 
moved on to the filming. Um, we've got some good material. I thought I'd found this mysterious person that they've not got no photos of, but unfortunately that's been dashed for some research that was done in the last day or so. It's a bit annoying. Um, but, you know, it's... Um, it's all going in the right direction. Uh, I'm very pleased with what I've got. I just feel a little bit of pressure at the moment. Uh, I really need to complete Croydon Airport video. Salesden's going to be ready to go fairly soon. I, I think over the next month or two, there's going to be a fair few releases going out there because I'm getting material that I want to be able to support the video. So... So that's that. And of course, something that I've never done because they've not really happened because of COVID is uh, covering events. And I, I thought what I might do is supplement some of these by going along to, you know, things like car shows and whatever that they have. And I could just do a little kind of camera thing there. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Just something I thought up today. I just think of these things and then share them. And who knows? Maybe they'll go somewhere. So finally, uh, I, I bought tickets a couple of weeks ago to an event at Biggin Hill and they hold events in the St George's Room by the chapel there, all kind of run by the museum, the Biggin Hill Memorial Memorial Museum. And I haven't had a proper look there yet, but I went along yesterday, had these tickets to Biggin Hill, not Biggin Hill, to uh, London Airport's past and present. Very interesting slideshow and presentation from a man called Tony Francis. And we all had a chat, and there was a few, well, a couple of people there from Croydon Airport, um, so we were all sort of sharing information that we knew and filling each other in on certain details. And it was really nice. Um, well, it's a lovely afternoon, nice visit. I joined Biggin Hill Museum as a member, £24 for a year, which I thought was pretty good. And that'll give me access to there and look around and go to any events. And I don't know if there's discount in their cafe. I'll have to look that one up. But they were very nice people. I had a long chat. And we were talking about some of the buildings on site there because it was an RAF base and an officer selection centre until 1992. Certainly that's when the officer bit went, the RF bit probably went before that. Obviously Civil Airport now, it's London, Biggin Hill Airport. Lots of uh, wonderful private jets taking off and landing while I was up there. And after the presentation, I just went on a wander because he referred to a control tower that was post-war, but apparently there's planning permission to demolish it and do something else. So I, I did have a wander along there and had a look at it. Um, I thought a security guard was going to come out and chase me at one point because I was filming with a, well, only with my phone. But anyway, uh, I digress. So I had a look at that. I've also got a copy of the plans, which I need to have a look through. But I'm, I'm intrigued by these wonderful kind of standard style buildings that would have made up, you know, the army set up. Army. Air Force, Philip. Uh, so I'd like to, you know, as again, research, I'd like to look into sort of the history of those buildings and I mean they, they look like they're all empty now there's I think there's a degree of maintenance that must go on uh, on them um, and then the former officers mess opposite the main entrance is a most wonderful large building converted into uh, I would I would I would say luxury apartments because they must be and um, and then obviously the other side you've got the more commercial side of, uh, of the airfield and you know uh, hangers and activities and there's it's the home of the Battle of Britain Memorial Flight so there's a heritage hangar there where they've normally got about a dozen Spitfires and a few Hurricanes and a Messerschmitt and other things going on and you can get a, a one and a half hour tour there for about £49 which I thought was quite good actually um, so that might be something to, to look forward to 
So I've, uh, I mean, I suppose a year ago I didn't think I would branch off much into the airfield side of things, but it's it really grabbed me as a subject, and the fact that we've got them nearby and that the defence of London, Sector Eleven and all that was so key in World War Two to this area that I live in, it kind of makes sense to do it. You know, whereas other people might want to decide to do a video about this or research about this and, and go out and get some footage or whatever, they they might have to do a fair trek. Um, you know, Biggin Hill took me about 12 minutes door to door yesterday, so it makes sense to, uh, to take advantage of what's uh, nearby. They also said to me, it might be worth contacting the Heritage Hangar folk because they've got some premises uh, within the confines of the airfield that could have some historical value and interest to me because I was talking about you know blast pens and stuff like that like the like of which they have at Kenley but also when I was doing the research into that after the trip yesterday there was um there's an old dispersal hut there that they were gonna they got a review done as to whether it could be moved or updated or demolished or something but I mean it looks a bit well dated because it is, but I'd like I'd like things like that to be protected, and I'd love to get in there. We will see. It would be really cool to actually do some of this stuff within the summer. You know, the whole kind of summer of 1940, wasn't it, the Battle of Britain? Um, but, you know, just to actually film it then with the trees in full leaf and the grass of rich green and all those things. So maybe that's um, that's something that I'll look to do. Okay, so at the end now of episode 108 on Wednesday the 16th of March 2022, this is and was the Phil Swallow podcast. Nearly got it wrong. Thanks for listening and I'll catch up with you next week.